I come from a generation where there was no such thing as peanut allergies. And if there were, I didn't know anything about it. Like kids could just bring food to school and it wasn't – I realized in, in the recent years though, that's that's become a huge issue at schools, right? And, and just uh, with kids in general, planes. Like sometimes they're like, we can't have one person can't pull out a peanut on this plane or somebody's going to die. I'm like, wow, where did this, where did this come from? I'm going to use her, her quote here. Her quote is, I think I hate my sister all over a peanut butter cake. But is it worth it? You need to hear the story today with Ask My Mom on the podcast. Hello. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yo, what's up? Uh, Today is the 6th of December. This is a daily podcast that I do with my mom called Certified Mama's Boy. So happy that you're here. Uh, We have three principles in case you're new. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. All right. I got one more Tulum story for you that I didn't tell you last week. And uh, you ever like do something and look back and think like, what in the world am I doing? Like you get so caught up in the moment and this may happen in like parenting or maybe even in your relationship. I don't think anyone's going to have a specific example like this, but I felt like a complete a-hole while I was down there and I wanted to spread the story out from the, the monkey stories. <laughs> I waited a little <laughs> bit of time. Sometimes my conscience just really, I, really gets to me and like I really start to feel awful about things that I do sometimes just mm-hmm. because I'm so caught up in the moment. Okay, so – one of my favorite things about going to Mexico, other than it's beautiful in Tulum and everything, is that I uh, every like almost everything is up for a haggle. No price is too firm. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, and I love y'all know that y'all know me, man. Like <laughs> that's like that's like my haven. I can go down there and I can try to finagle a good price. Like that's that's good. That's good. <laughs> So I, I enjoy it. basically just in case you would never go to Mexico, just know if you ever buy something from like a vendor, it's not usually in a restaurant or whatever, but you buy something from somebody on the street or a vendor, um, never accept the first price. Always act like you're disappointed with the first price, no matter what they tell you. Also, that's a tip my agent gave me when taking radio deals hmm. is never take the always feel always act disappointed with the first offer, no matter what it is. Hmm. Uh, so it also works in Mexico, by the way. So. <laughs> I want you to I want you to to take this moment of consciousness that I kicked in. I was like, what am I doing? Because y'all know there's nothing I love better than getting a deal. It just makes me so happy. Like it lights my my hobby is like saving money. Like I, I look for ways to save money. I it just it lights me up on the inside, right? Yeah. So here I am. I'm on the beach of Tulum and I uh one of my favorite things too is to get just a a coconut. Like whenever I go on vacation, a tropical vacation, I like to drink fresh coconut water out mm. of a coconut. Mm. It's just, it just reminds me of vacation, right? Yeah. So uh, we had found this little beach club that we were hanging out at and uh, it's, there weren't any vendors coming up to it. So I would wander the beach trying to find people that sold coconuts. And I I finally found a guy and by guy, I mean, it was a child. This child was probably, oh, I'm so bad with kids ages. Let's say between 13 and 15. Okay. okay. And you know, most of these people are adults. Um, yeah. but this was a kid. Now the average price of a coconut is about $4 for us dollars. Okay. okay. Sometimes uh-huh. five. I've, pa- I've paid upwards of $6 for a coconut before. 
Uh-huh. Uh, I, uh, pro tip in Hawaii, by the way, this is how crazy I am. In Hawaii, they can charge you up to $10 for a coconut. Ooh. Don't pay that. It's not worth it. Then it's wow. usually the tourist stops. They don't do it. I found out, by the way, a little, a little coconut side note here, uh-huh. is um, they usually sell them to vendors for a dollar. At least in Hawaii, they did. So, because I talked to a guy that actually sold coconuts because I'm a a coconut crazy person. Mm. So yeah, so if you're buying it for a dollar, so like don't don't buy it for ten is what I'm trying to tell you. That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I think anywhere between four or five, and like you're getting an okay deal. Mm -hmm. So walk in the beach, see a kid, you know, uh, and you know it's Mexico. This this kid is not uh, doesn't seem to be of a high economic class, if you will, just Mm -hmm. by the way his you know his clothes look, and Mm -hmm. uh, it looks maybe like he's with his dad, you Mm -hmm. know, doing this, but his dad's possibly like standing, you know, behind him because now this, you know, this kid comes up to me and trying to sell me a coconut and he comes up to me. He's like, how much, or I'm like, how much for the coconut? He said, $5. Now what's the, what's the rule here? What's the rule here? Never take the first offer, right? Always seem disappointed by the first offer. Yeah. So I, uh, I said, oh no. I was like, I was with Dan. We were like, oh, $5. No way. I was like, $4. (laughs) We'll do four. And that's it. He was like, and the kid kind of looked like, damn. All right. Well, I guess we can do, we can do $4. And, (laughs) and I forget what this is. Sorry. In pesos. Um, that would be uh, a thousand. So it it would be a thousand pesos would be $5. All right. It's divided by 10 divided by two. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be a thousand. He wanted a thousand pesos. I said 800 pesos, <laughs> an equivalent of, of five, four and $5. Uh-huh. He's all, you know, he's, he's all, all beat down looking like, damn, man. All right. I guess we can do $4. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. I only have 1000 pesos, AKA $5 on me. Right. So I mm-hmm. give him, you know, that was a deal. He gave me my coconut. Uh-huh. I gave him the, the $1,000 peso or 1000 pesos. Uh-huh. And what does he say back to me? I have no change. Now, <laughs> gotcha. Now, now, hang on. Now, in this moment, now, 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 all of a sudden, Jimmy Mac kicks in, right? Like Jimmy Mac, like that that side of me that I don't I don't love as much as my other side kicks in, and I'm like, wait a minute. You know, we made a deal. I made a deal with this child that I was going to pay four dollars for this coconut. <laughs> And Dan's having to translate here, but I'm, I'm telling, I'm like, no, like, like we said it was going to be 800 pesos. Like that was it. Like that was the deal kid. That was it. Like, like, like you, you agreed to the deal. And we said the equivalent of, of $4. Right. Mm-hmm. And this kid's like, I don't have any chains. Like, I'm so sorry. I don't, I don't have any chains. I'm not sure what to do. And we're like, well then that's it. Then take it back. I'm like, well, do you want your coconut? I'm, I'm kind of being a dick to be honest with you. Like a little bit. I'm like, cause I'm like, this guy told me it was going to be $4, but he's now charged, trying to charge me $5 for it. And, and how I'm, does I'm like he not have I'm, change? It's, it's a great question. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm like caught up. Obviously, I'm like getting caught up in the deal because your boy loves to make a good deal. And he's uh-huh. excited about it. He's talked he's talked this 13-year-old child <laughs> oh, from five dollars oh, to four dollars. Oh. So, you know, Dan's I, I don't remember the conference because Dan's, you know, speaking to him in Spanish. Dan speaks uh-huh. Spanish. Um, and he's just arguing, arguing, and oh, no, I don't have it. I don't know what to tell you. So all of a sudden, like the dad, a male, a male figure looks to uh-huh. me around my age, walks up and starts to argue, uh, you know, like, like or he's like trying, he's like, hey, you know, and Dan's explained to him, hey, you know, we told him, you know, we agreed to, to it being 400 pesos. And he's trying to charge our char- 800 pesos. He's trying to charge us a thousand pesos. Hmm. And the guy's like, he's talking to his son. I don't know what they're saying. I don't know what they're saying. Now, another, ki- another kid walks up, right? And 
they're all discussing it in Spanish. And I'm like, I don't know what happens now. This kid who also seems to be 13 to 15. I don't know. Maybe I would say closer to 13. All of a sudden pulls out his change wallet and hands me a, a coin, which is the equivalent of, um, of a dollar basically. Okay. Uh-huh. And I'm like, ah, that's right. Like you made a deal <laughs> and you should have done that. And that was good. And then <laughs> we walked off and uh-huh. keep in mind, like I'm, I'm, I, I, <laughs> I've just now basically been in a five minute fight with a child <laughs> over a dollar as I'm walking Jeez. away. All of a sudden the adrenaline of the deal <laughs> like drops and I'm yeah. like, for lack of better terms, what in the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, 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 a middle-class white man from America <laughs> and I find it to be appropriate to argue a dollar down from a, a child <laughs> in a third world country. Mm. Like what kind of dick am I? Mm. You know what I mean? Like I felt like I literally felt like a monster in that moment. Like, yeah. Because again, like I'm, I'm here for the deal, baby. And there's a part of me that's like, listen, if you say you, you're going to do something, if you make the deal, yeah, you need then to you should have to keep the deal. You know? Yeah. But yeah. man, as I'm walking off, I was like, I don't feel right about this at all. Mm. Not even a little bit. My my conscience, my heart was mm-hmm. like aching after the adrenaline of like the deal dropped. <laughs> and I was like, hang on. I literally stopped myself in my tracks. And I'm like, hang on. And I went back and I and I gave the kid the the coin back because I'm Yay, like, hey, that's what? the right like, thing. What is wrong with me? <laughs> what? Like, why in the world <laughs> did I get so? You know, I love a deal so much that I wanted to argue a dollar no. from a child <laughs> in a third world country. <laughs> what did he say? He was, I don't remember. He's I don't remember how they baffled by the whole thing. Yeah. He was like, probably like, what the hell? You privileged ass, white ass American. <laughs> oh, you know, I really honestly, I still have like, I'm glad I went back. I'm glad I went like, Yes, like, me I too. I don't even know why I got so caught up. I think it's because here's the problem. Here's the, here's the number one problem with Mexico. Well, there's a, there's a lot of problems with Mexico, <laughs> but the, the, what, what I, and this is what Dan and I talk about is like, Everyone, it feels like everything is a scam. Mm-hmm. It feels like everything that you get yourself into. If yeah. anyone ever comes up to you and tries to sell you something, yeah. it always appears that they're coming to you in a scam sense. <laughs> so you can never let your guard down, right? Yeah. Like you can never, I never really feel, because um, that, that's just the culture there. The culture there mm-hmm. is very much a hustle culture. Uh-huh. And so I, God, man, like, I just felt I felt awful. I felt like such <laughs> such a such a bad person for arguing a kid down from a dollar. <laughs> and I think with that 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 concludes all of our stories from Tulum. <laughs> oh jeez. So, ladies and gentlemen, there was my Thanksgiving <laughs> trip. I know it's now the uh whatever day it is though. <laughs> the 6th uh, of yeah, 6th of December. We're still telling <laughs> still telling these stories over here. <laughs> Uh, Mom, well, you had an interesting I'm proud of you well, for doing. The oh right well, thing. thank you. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if it was the right thing after I'd done so much mm-hmm. wrong, but uh, I don't know. I just right. felt, I just felt really awful in that moment. Mm-hmm. Just really, just sick in my mm-hmm. stomach. Like, what is wrong with me? I'm, mm-hmm. 
Hmm, that would have been the worst coconut water you'd ever had. That may be probably, why you got Honestly, where I got E. coli. I know. It's probably the uh, coconut that gave me E. coli, honest to God. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. It shouldn't have happened. My karma mm-hmm. should have been on high, but uh, uh-huh. it was clearly mm-hmm. not. It was clearly mm-hmm. not. Uh, mm-hmm. You had an interesting conversation in the nail salon. And we're talking, maybe this this episode should be all about appreciation for your life and how good you have it. I think that sometimes mm-hmm. we forget how, you know, like, for example, I've got a kid over here trying to sell me a coconut for $5. Right. Um, you know, and that's, that's probably how he, him and his family make, make their money. Oh yeah. You know? like that's, that's their livelihood. I his just have to go to dad was my... probably across the street selling something else and saw he was well, in no, trouble. His dad was selling coconuts too. You know, oh. that's what I'm saying. The dad, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure whoever that male figure was with him looked like his dad. It looked uh-huh. like he was out there trying, you know, just trying mm-hmm. to make money for their family. Right. But something I'll never be able to comprehend because I just go from my condo, my nice mm-hmm. condo over to my Cush radio studio and make fart jokes for four hours and then come home. <laughs> I um, know. We are so blessed and so jaded at the same time. Tell me the story about this, uh, about from the nail salon today. So um, this manicurist is a woman that lived in Vietnam 20 years ago. And her husband died and her children were, excuse me, honey. Hey. Okay, Cisco. We'll see you. uh, I'll be back next Saturday. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Sorry, Jim's not here and the guy working on your bedroom is leaving. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. You want me to start over? Yeah. Okay. So uh, the woman that was doing my nails is a woman who left Vietnam 20 years ago with two children, ages one and five. And her husband had died, um, and he had wanted them to raise their children in the States. So to honor him, she picked up and moved here, knowing no one, having a little bit of money, having did not speak the language, I mean, just came here totally on her own with these two children. and. Now they are, her children are what, 15 and 20. And the 20 year old is working with her in the salon and the, and the 15 year old is still in school and she speaks fairly good English mm-hmm. and she married one of her customers um, at the nail salon who kept courting her kept asking courting her how fashioned is that who kept <laughs> it was the 1800s it was the 1800s um, <laughs> kept, i've come a courting like i don't think anyone's used the word courting, courting we will go yeah anyway. like, i don't think anyone's used that since the renaissance time but it's okay <laughs> i don't know how where that came from anyway he kept <laughs> he kept asking her out and she kept saying no i'm a single mom i have two kids i have no interest in dating And so he started sending her flowers without her knowing that it was him. And and everyone was teasing her in the salon about having a boyfriend. She's like, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't know who this is. And she said they were gorgeous, like gorgeous, gorgeous arrangements. And after about week four, he came in one day and he made a comment about the flowers to her. And she said, I don't know. I don't know where they fr- they're from. Some crazy person keeps sending these to me every week, blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, I'll confess it's me. And I would still like to date you. And she mm, was so sweet. touched by that that she said, 
I can't go out with you. I don't really know you. But if you'd like to join me and my girls at my Vietnamese church on Sunday, then, you know, we can get to know each other. And he showed up at our church. (laughs) So nice. And a year later, they were married. And she is so happy. And she said, you know, now, you know, we have our own house and her husband still doesn't speak Vietnamese. And she's going back next month to Vietnam and hopefully bring back her mother to live with them. But I am so, I was so struck by that story. I could not imagine in my wildest dreams, it would be like me taking my two kids to Vietnam. Yeah, we get kind of caught up in the love story of this whole thing. But I really, I think the but, point of the story is like, can you imagine? There's just some things uh, that I, I don't think we would ever be able to grasp. No. You know what I mean? I, I just don't think we would ever be able to understand because it's just, we were so lucky. And listen, oh there are people that, you know, that listen to this podcast that have come from different countries. And I know to you, it's like, God, that's just, that's just life. But can you mm. imagine just picking your kids up and just, just traveling to like, let's just, let's, let's put it in, in reverse. Like imagine just all of a sudden, any of us that are from America mm-hmm. and I've heard, I mean, I've, I've heard, I'll tell you one thing I love about this, this, uh, doing all this radio and podcasting is connecting with you guys and hearing your stories. You know, we're, mm-hmm. that's really what I've spent the last 20 years in mm-hmm. is story stories and storytelling. And mm-hmm. I, I find I find your story so fascinating, but just try to picture that someone if you're born here in America, mm-hmm. you know, and your your whole life has been here. Like, would you ever have the courage to pick up everything and move to a different country with your children with a, a culture you did not even understand? Exactly. Even if you- Better, even if like in the long term, you knew, hey, there's more opportunities. Let's let's just say she was. I'm sorry, she was from where? The Philippines? Uh, from Vietnam. Vietnam. I'm sorry. So, imagine any of us. Let's say that like there was a better opportunity. There was. We knew there were more. Let's just we're gonna role play here for a second. But let's imagine that we were like, okay, Vietnam, the land of opportunity. Okay, <laughs> right. and would you ever like just pick your life up? I mean, I thought it was weird moving. You know, moving state to state. Yes, but, and leaving uh, your like, family, your friends, everything, everything you've ever known. Yeah, it's crazy. With it's crazy two the young children, like mom, do you think as <gasps> as a mom, do you think you'd ever, if even though you knew, I just want you to like to, again picture this in your head, like let's say it's just me and Brian. Okay, uh-huh. you didn't have you didn't have Maggie's dramatic weight weighing you down. <laughs> 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 let's let's just say that you had just me and Brian, uh-huh. like, and you knew that Vietnam. There's like eventually. There, it'd be a better opportunity for all of us. Uh huh. But would you ever just leave everything you had behind and take us over there and just try no. to figure it out? Like that's I just bold. do Y'all, not think I could ever do that. You know, like everyone's like, oh, I'm so like I can't believe that you would you just pick up your life and you move from you know from San Diego to Baltimore, Phoenix <laughs> to San Diego, or mm. you know Tampa to Phoenix or whatever, and you just go for it. I mean, mm. y'all, that's nothing. No, that's literally nothing in comparison to Mm-mm. what some of these families have to endure. Some people have endured just going yes. country talk and like that's what I'm saying. Like you just never know because like my story, nothing that I've gone through in my life. Okay, and I'm over here and I I have a podcast where I pride myself and and growth and, you know, um, you know, chasing your dreams. And, and I share mm. a lot that my, nothing that I've shared on this podcast is anywhere near and as impactful than the woman that works at your nail salon. No. Her story is, a, is, is 50 times 
more impactful and brave than yes. anything that I have ever done. Well, me too. You know? I mean, I think and this is a woman that works, and now she works at a nail salon. It's she not does. like she came here. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be one thing if now she was the CEO of Apple, right? right. Then we'd be like, damn, she really, like, <laughs> like she works at a nail salon. She probably uh-huh. makes a, a, a modest, uh-huh. a modest living. Uh huh. You know? It's and not she, like we, you know, sometimes you hear these stories. Oh yeah, I was an immigrant. My, my, I came over here, my immigrant parents, and now I run, you know, Peloton right, or something. Right. This woman just came over here. Just, I don't know. The story is, it's fascinating. And man. she's really. one of, I mean, she is so pleasant and so happy. And she took out her phone and was showing me pictures of, of her husband it. and her girls. And she's just, so, she's so neat. I mean. And probably appreciates everything a million times more than any of us. thing. I'm over here miserable. Every single level thing. level seven depression, <laughs> but oh, I have everything in the world. You mm-hmm. know, honestly, like all jokes aside, think about that for a second. I know that woman probably. I mean, and we, and we don't know. You know, sometimes no. maybe she has mental health. No. We don't know. But I mean, in reality, if you think about it, like that's bold, that's brave, and I guarantee you, she appreciates it a million times more than she us. Does. That we're just we just had to literally just come out of somebody's womb, and like we were just given all of that. You know, right? Great yeah. perspective. It's yeah. a good story. I like it. That's oh, wonderful. All right. Let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. It's from Marianne Williamson. Ego says, once everything falls into place, I'll, fi- I'll feel inner peace. Spirit says, find your inner peace and then everything will fall into place. Mm. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. And we've got to find it within us. We've got to find the peace within us that that just, as we say in the Episcopal Church, the peace that passes all understanding, which is God's peace, um, to know in our hearts and feel it in our hearts, and then everything else in our life will fall into place. It does not work the other way around. It just doesn't. Inner peace is everything. It's honestly what's what's top of mind. It's uh, tis tis the season, folks. Mm-hmm. Your boy Crames is, uh, I think, dealing with probably probably seasonal depression. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. um, but I'm definitely heading into not feeling great. Mm-hmm. And it scares it scares me. It scares me, man. Like it's just mental health really terrifies me. Mm-hmm. Um. And we have an episode coming up, by the way, and this is why I'm not going to share a ton right now, just because I don't want to have to repeat it twice. Um, uh, but here's why it scares me is because I, I fear, and I thought I talked about this in therapy this week. Um, I'm scared to get into a relationship because I know I'm not in a good mental health spot. Mm. But y'all, I've been. I've been chipping away at this mental health stuff now for, for quite some time. Um, and so this quote resonates with me today because I'm like, do I just need to just, just go date and just find somebody and just, Mm -mm. and then like, and then, then like maybe I'll be happier afterwards. Mm. It just, it scares me to enter into a relationship when I'm not in like a good headspace. Right. And it should. It should. 
You've got to take Mom, care. Where do, where do you think you. this? Uh, let me ask you, because you're not going to be on this upcoming episode, so I can actually ask you this. And I, again, it, the winter is always harder for me. Y'all mm-hmm. notice this. Like my mental health drops mm-hmm. between – it's just when it's cold outside. The same thing mm-hmm. last year. Remember y'all, like, like February, I was like, oh my God, I'm in such a funk. And, and then like by the time March, April rolled around, I was feeling better just because it got warmer outside. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you, where, What do you think, Mom – where do you think this this lost feeling that I'm having is coming from? Well, I think it's from the outside that, point of view, and you you obviously know a lot about it, yeah, about my life and where I'm at. Yeah, um, I think part of it is that you're unsettled in your you know physically. You, mm-hmm. you haven't adjusted well in Baltimore. You haven't had a circle of friends and um, people mm-hmm. to to. Um, be in relationship with just friends. And so that, that creates loneliness. I mean, yes, you're an introvert, but we all need other people. So I need, I need like, I need three friends to hang out with each once per month for like two hours. That's uh all I need. Yeah. That's all I need. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) Those three are critical and and they're not there. So I, I think that's part of, part of it where you are physically And then, you know, I do believe in seasonal depression. I think that a lot of people struggle with the dark days of winter. Yeah. Um, and that it really does it really does affect you. I'm just um, a sun baby, and I didn't realize it because I've always lived in warm climates. Mm-hmm. So I just never knew that, like, the winter would affect me the way mm-hmm. it does. But I'm definitely mm-hmm. heading into that funk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's – so going back to the quote really quick just to wrap this up is, you mm-hmm. know, you know, my, I, I battle this question all the time, mm-hmm. which is like, okay, well, when I do feel settled mm-hmm. and like, maybe I get into a relationship and I get some friends that like, then will I feel inner peace or uh-huh. do I just need to be, do I need to train myself to be a hundred percent happy with the way things are mm-hmm. even in discomfort? Mm-hmm. And oh. then you know, and then I'll, you know, feel no matter what it is, I'll be, it's, it's hard. It's a hard balance for me, mm-hmm. you know? Well, for, for all of us. And, um, you know, it's one thing to be happy. It's another thing to be at peace. I mean, mm. for, for me, those are two different things. We're not yeah. always going to be happy, meaning joyful and light and everything's going our way. But we right. can be at peace within ourselves once we learn to accept what is and to be present in the moment with the reality of whatever that is. Well, I'm working on it. Okay. I'm working on it. Speaking of mental health, and I posted this on my Facebook page, there's a 988 crisis number now for yeah. any mental health issues that you're having. It's a national hotline. I'm, I'm so glad they, they finally came out with that. Yeah, because the other one number was was hard. It was yeah. even a, a logic song. I still don't even remember it. Like, yeah, um, I, don't, I, I don't never, remember. I never could remember it. <sighs> I don't um, remember. I, and this, and I've, and I've, I've been advocate for mental health, you know, for for years, and I still don't even remember that number. But nine and eight is so much easier. So, oh, yeah. nice little plug there. Yeah, good job, mom. It's important. I'll tell you what, you get to look for the little things sometimes. Then this is a good transition into cozy earth. You know mm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Love my cozy earth mm-hmm. sheets. I do, honestly. I really have been trying to. And, and we, in case you don't listen to the radio show, uh, we did something called 30 Days of Thankful, where 
basically it was just daily gratitude that we did all of November. And it was really helpful. And I found that um, the feeling it's like, cause it sounds dumb. Like it sounds like, what is this going to do? Like, Oh, I'm grateful for my pencil holder. Cause if not, there'd be pencils all over my desk, mm-hmm. you know, like, Oh, I'm thankful for pillowcases. Think I'll <laughs> dirty your pillows. Whatever am I going to find them. to be thankful for? Yeah. But I promise you, like, even if it feels weird at first, it was really mm-hmm. helpful um, mm-hmm. to, and I, and I found myself doing it more on the regular, even mm-hmm. when I wasn't trying to do it. My brain was kind of more, attu- is, is now more attuned to doing it. Yes. Uh, so as I'm sitting here, and obviously this is a weird trans- transition into a commercial, but mm-hmm. um but I do like I really do find appreciation when I lay down my cozy earth sheets. I really it's yeah. one of my favorite parts of the day. <laughs> so is getting, cozy you know, sheets make you happy and you sleep peacefully. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, y'all ever slept on scratchy ass sheets? It's, it's the worst. Oh, it's so it's nice. the worst. So nice. Uh, so what we're what we're you know and this is, again I don't mean to use like this is a, a a shameful a shameful way of getting into a, a commercial but it is true I am thankful for my cozy earth seats I am cozy earth awesome they're they're a partner of ours that sell everything cozy and we focus on the sheets because the bamboo sheets are amazing they're Oprah's favorite things by the way um and now for 2022 as well so i guess now four years in a row uh so if you don't have the sheets yet that's a great entry point into cozy earth and this is luxury stuff man but because you're a podcast listener for certified mama's boy you're not paying just the you're not paying the 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 luxury prices because we have a 40 percent off coupon that you get to use but it's it's more than just bedding i mean they also have bath stuff they've got towels they've got um they've got robes They've got shirts, they've got tops, they've got pants, they've got shorts, they've got dresses, they've got robes, they've got socks. Um, they've got, for men, they've got pajamas, they've got pants, they've got other socks for men. I mean, it's, and there's baby blankets too. I forget what category. I'm, I'm just over here reading the uh, the website. Mm-hmm. But anything that you, like they, they make the coziest of items. <laughs> and I think you'll find that with no matter what you buy at cozyearth.com. I mean, you will, you will literally, it's, it's, that's what they do. They, they specialize in cozy. So I hope that you'll, you'll consider it now that we're doing some holiday shopping, cozyearth.com, cozyearth.com. Your coupon code is Kramer40. So go do some shopping for yourself, get those sheets for you, for somebody else, and then check out everything else they offer. Cozyearth.com, coupon code Kramer40 for 40% off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Uh, Certified fans, hello. Thank you so much for all of your support. Really appreciate what you do for us every single day. These are people that contribute uh, $6 a month to our show. And it would just know that, like, even if you don't contribute, it would not be possible without certified fans. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Thank you for, um, you know, for uh, your, your contribution. While it may feel like a cup of coffee, if we get enough cups of coffee, then it's possible. And you get a bunch of perks by joining too. Um, we, we have hit our goal for this month. So I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to try to give everybody a hard time anymore. We have? Like we, we did it. <gasps> we did it. And awesome. it, it should surprise no one awesome. that 
<laughs> that Carissa, Carissa's been a, a, a supporter of mine since Phoenix. Uh, so 2013, so cool. it's almost, we're heading on our, our, our decade together at this point. And she's been a, uh, a supporter of the podcast since day one and just a supporter. She's following me, like I said, from Phoenix to San Diego, now to the podcast space. And, uh, so I, I log in the other day and I'm like, who in the hell is this new certified fan? It's, <laughs> I think it's Bagheera <laughs> and Vader. And I'm like, Oh, Bagheera and Vader. I'm like, what is that? So that was that's under the first name. That's signed up. It's the first name, Bagheera and Vader. It, it, oh. uh, and then under the last name, it just in parentheses says Carissa's cats. <laughs> Carissa's cats. It's the Aww. nicest. It's the, it's, y'all, when you sign up your pets for this, it don't know, it brings so such sweet. joy. It's so nice that you go out of your way to do that, Aww. and it's just a uh, you know, it's. It feels like a nice little holiday gift. It feels <laughs> it like a does. nice holiday gift. It's super nice of you for Aww. doing that. Uh, so uh, Bagheera and, and Vader, Carissa's cats, parentheses, Carissa's cats, uh, <laughs> are our newest certified fans. We will dedicate this show in on. I love and I also love dedicating these uh, these shows to your uh, to your pets as well. So let's. Let's give Carissa's cats, Bagheera and Vader a whoop whoop and say thank you for joining our podcast. Yes, we're going to give four. Two for each of them. Okay. Whoop, whoop to Bagheera and whoop, whoop to Veda. We're Vader. so appreciative Vader. of you. We love you. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get two meows, Mom? Two meows today instead. <laughs> meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and what are their numbers? Uh, they are f- certified fans. They'll share the spot of four, five, seven, okay. four, five, seven. So great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Love to Carissa's it. cats. Love if you want to join us, support the show, text fans, F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. I gotta be honest. I haven't gone back. I saw that Carissa put a post out there about mm-hmm. our, I, I pitched an idea about doing a certified fans secret Santa. Right. Which I feel bad, by the way. There's something something feels guilty. I'm, I've been so trained to the media to be sensitive of everyone. Is Secret Santa like offensive? Because like if you're not, if you're, if you're not celebrate Christmas, you don't celebrate. Yeah, is it like? Well, then you wouldn't participate in Secret Santa. Is there is there like a more like generic, you know, like like a Happy Holidays version Saint of Nicholas. it? Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, I just don't know if they're, I don't know. I'm probably just being way too, like, like, radio trains you to, like, be extremely, which is good. I mean, yeah. but, like, you have to oh, always yeah. be thinking about, like, everybody. So when I say secret Santa, I'm like, oh, some people don't do Santa. So now what? Um, well, we could just say a holiday gift. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. Um, y'all y'all are cool. Anybody listen to this podcast, I'm going to give me shit. You know I'm coming from a good place. Um <laughs> Okay, so there's a lot of people. I don't. I can't see a number on here. I just see like the like the bar. It looks like a lot of you guys want to. So I'm gonna try to put something together, um, and and possibly uh, Carissa actually sent me a link to for a website. My only concern, obviously, is everyone share. I just don't know if everyone's gonna feel comfortable sharing your address with other people. Right. Just, you know, with the, it being a privacy thing. Right. Uh, but I would. I don't know. I think it would just be really special, and mm-hmm. you know, just just a way for us all to feel more connected. So. I'm going to, I've got a little bit of free time tomorrow. I'm going to do some research and have maybe some, some answers on Thursday show, Thursday okay. show about our secret Santa certified fans. Um, yeah. Experience, if you will. Yeah. All right. We got to do ask my mom. This is a, an advice segment that we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays, where if you ever find yourself in a dilemma, you need some maternal advice. 
Go to certifiedmamasboy.com. Tell us your, your dilemma. My mom, who's been a mom now for 43 years, will give you some mom advice. And then we, as your podcast family, hop in with our experience and our stories as well. And uh, so thank you, by the way, for, for considering us. What's happening today, mom? Okay. Dear Mama Nancy, I am so angry at my sister right now. I think I hate her. Oh. This weekend, our son had a birthday party. He turned seven. He's good friends with my son, who is eight. They're good cousins. My kid has a severe allergy to peanuts. And for the birthday party, she served peanut butter cake. She did have a small special vanilla cake for my son, but all of the other kids got the peanut butter cake, and my son was singled out as being different. I saw the cake, asked her about it, and when I found out what, I, what it was, I told her that we were leaving. I said, if Jeremy touches that cake, he'll die. She laughed and told me to calm down, that she had another cake just for him. I stayed and my son felt so isolated and so alone. Then when we were leaving, she said, I'm so glad you came. And Jeremy, I'm glad we don't have to go to your funeral next week. <laughs> I'm done with her. This is ridiculous. And I think she doesn't have the right to be my son's aunt anymore. What do you think? Oh, my goodness. I think that was incredibly insensitive. Um, and I would be hoping that you could go to her and ask for her for an apology. Um, because I certainly think you deserve one. I mean, of all the different kind of cakes in the world. You know, what the hell is a peanut butter cake? I don't know if they made a peanut butter cake. Sounds oh, delicious, yeah, they're but never delicious. Even thought about it, you know? Yeah, they're delicious. Um man. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know that there's anybody that's going to be able to defend this one. I mean, I really do. Tough. So here's what I just just so you know, because you guys I know always give me hell because you're like you're just a shit stirrer. You like to to you know always have the hot <laughs> take. And what I like to do though is I like to take I like to really take the obvious answer and then flip it in, in reverse and then mm -hmm. see it from that point of view. Okay, because mm -hmm. like to me that kind of helps break down maybe where there is a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if it's and let me get this straight. It's his. It was his birthday party. Yeah. No, no, no. It's her sister's son. It's her sister's son's uh -huh. birthday party. Right. Oh well, hang. On. I thought it was his birthday party. Uh uh. No. It's his sister. So and and she's mad that she. Okay, hang on. Now this is different. Yeah, her son had a birthday party. Her sister's son had a uh -huh, birthday her party. Her nephew had a birthday party. And they party. made a peanut butter cake. Uh-huh. And she's mad that they had a peanut butter cake at her son's birth at, at the at her son-in-law's or whatever birthday or at her whatever nephew's that is. birthday. Nephew's birthday party? Yes. Well, okay, this is different. For some reason, I I'm sorry, when I when I heard I thought it was it was her son's birthday party. I'm like, well, that's messed no. up. How are you gonna give a kid a, a peanut butter cake? If he's got a peanut allergy to his own birthday party. Like that's well, hang if, on. If you're still if you're close to your cousin and you know he has a peanut allergy, why do you have to make a peanut uh, okay. butter cake? This be well, okay. But it's this kid's birthday. Right? Well, I mean, even like, if he it's, asks it's, it's the kid's birthday. It's not he's eight. Even if he asks for a peanut butter cake, I think mom like, should oh, have well. said 
I, I think mom should have said, I don't think that's good. Let's choose another flavor because Jeremy is, um, is allergic. He's allergic to it and something but terrible But it's his birthday party. So well, we have to we have to sacrifice what a kid wants because his But we don't know that's cousin, what he wanted. It doesn't say that. Well I mean, well imagine that it was. I mean, I'd have to assume. Yeah. And even, she also said they, they made a vanilla cake for him. Right. Specifically? Uh-huh. No. I don't think the sister's in the wrong at all here. No. For some reason, I'm sorry, when I first heard the story, I thought it was the, was the kid with the peanut allergies birthday. And I'm like, okay, that's uh-uh. messed up. Uh-uh. But it was the it was his cousin. Uh-huh. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. She should be more sensitive to that. We should all be sensitive to that. But yeah, they're kids, and he got singled out. He but has it's not his birthday, like, birthday cake, but everybody else is eating the other cake. Man, no. okay, so I'm not, I'm not a parent, as you know. I'm not a parent. So no, one of these things that go in my head. Me wrong, Mm-mm. but I'm like, but it's 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 the kid's birthday. Like, if he wanted, it's not. Well, she doesn't say that was the only cake in the world that he liked. She doesn't say let's anything assume, about let's, his Let's preference. assume it was. Well, let, let's assume it was. Well, in this then, moment, let's assume it was. Then don't serve let's them say cake. That, that was his, serve them ice cream only. <laughs> let's say that was his favorite. Should, should. Okay. I think this can actually probably, this is probably happens frequently. Because I'm thinking about, you know, when it comes to your kids and I think this is a thing, if I understand correctly, that like you're not allowed to send anything with peanuts to school anymore. That's right. Uh, because of the allergies. That's right. And of course, I'm, and I listen, I'm, I'm not trying to be insensitive to kids with peanut allergies because mm-hmm. I realize now literally 100% of kids have peanut allergies apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, like it's your party. It's like the same thing that we say with weddings, right? Like I have almost have to take the same mentality. Like it's your day. You can do whatever the hell you want on your day. Mm, right. Like how is kids. that any different? If we, if we sit here, kids. we've had so many, so many dilemmas about, Oh, I wanted this on my wedding day. And like, I, my theory is always the same. It's your day. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. But these are seven and eight year old kids. I mean, they, they don't want to be ostracized well, and let's, let's see, let's see what you think. 888-Kramer8. Should, should the sister have said, okay, we're having no, and let's, we're just going to make the assumption in this situation that the kid, that the cousin really wanted to have a peanut butter cake. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause we mm-hmm. don't know, but let's uh-huh. just assume that that was like his favorite type of cake. Okay. Um, should they so have not had it? Wrong. <laughs> to be sensitive to mm-hmm. the other cousin that had a peanut allergy, yes, even though they made him a separate cake lesson. that wasn't, that wasn't, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't have it one way and not the other. If we're going to sit mm-hmm. here and say weddings, you can do whatever you want, but birthdays, you got to be sensitive to everybody else's feelings. I feel mm-hmm. like it's just a little, mm-hmm. it's just a little messed up. Mm-hmm. It's a little messed up, but I don't have a kid with peanut allergy. So let's get all perspectives here. 888-Kramer8. That's going to do it for you today, mom. Love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. What every day looks like, no matter what time you're listening. Maybe the, maybe the date's over. I, I assume you listen in the morning, but maybe it's, maybe it's nighttime. I don't know. Whatever it is, let's just take a moment to have just a second of gratitude for everything that we have in our lives. You know, today's been a busy episode of talking about other people's experiences. And I think sometimes we just – we take this for granted, you know, this whole experience that, that we in this first world country get to experience. And, and a lot of people don't get that. You know, most people don't get the experiences that we get, the opportunities that we get. And we, we yell at each other and we, we point fingers at one another in this country a lot. But I don't think we, we take uh, enough appreciation for 
some of the liberties we do get, all of a sudden I get oddly patriotic here at the end of the show. But honestly, think about it as we wrap up today's show. And thank you for listening. We got a uh, brand new moment in Kramer history for you tomorrow. Hi, Kramer. Hi, Mama Nasty. It's um, Irene from Chola Vista. I'm calling on the, the roommate story about where she's kind of working out of her business from the desk bedroom and living room. And she absolutely has um, not the right, or, you know, she can bring it up to her roommate. And Kramer, you're driving me nuts because you know you'd be the first person to bring that up. Um, especially remember you had the experience with having to sleep on the couch with your three friends and it was like unspoken and you wanted to make sure you got a bed. I mean, this kind of falls under that same kind of idea. But yeah, she should communicate and say, you know, what she thinks is fair. If the roommate doesn't agree, then they can say, well, you know, then at that point she can decide if she wants to stay in that situation or find a new roommate. Um, it doesn't happen to destroy the friendship. Um, you can have different opinions on it. Um, or she could be passive aggressive and start using the guest room, have friends over, go, oh, I need you to move your, your makeup. Um, I'm gonna be using the room. You know, I'm gonna be using our room. And then, you know, just kind of that kind of stuff. Or maybe when people are over, play some music, dance in the kitchen, you know. Um, and then, you know, then maybe the roommate will bring it up. And then, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, she should have said something and she's taking advantage. So that's my opinion. You guys have a good day. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.